0: It is one of our favorite days of the week. We're talking Friday because it's knocking at the door of another weekend. And I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommerson.
1: Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you. And uh, I really hope that people are enjoying uh, the series Rolling Through Life. We have another episode for you today. And I've just appreciated the opportunity to be candid and to talk to you about some of the issues that I face as a disabled person. And I know that I'm not alone. If these episodes have helped you, uh, please send us some feedback with the contact information that we'll roll at the end of the show because that really does help us um, and encourage us to know that people are listening and that it's that it's helping you. So uh, please make sure that you let us know how things are going and, and what you like about the show. Either this series or other series that we've done or you if you have a suggestion for a new series, Always looking for new ideas for content, so we would really appreciate it. Uh, but before we dig into the meat of our discussion, which is on personal care, Adam has a quote of the day.
0: Do my own sound effect today I might not have had it queued up like I was supposed to. Our uh, quote of the day here comes from John thirteen verses thirty four through thirty five. A new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another
1: all right, and I picked this verse because I think it really um shows what I have received from so many friends and family uh that I have been privileged to know over the years um, in my in my need and my quest um to for to be taken care of as a disabled, um, uh, American, disabled person, I should say, not, it's not limited to America, but, um, cause in all the things, you know, if people, if people ask me, what is the hardest thing about being in a wheelchair day in and day out, this would be it. Um, and I'm going to try to, try to handle this in a, in a, uh, ginger manner, so to speak, but there is some very real, I'm going to get real, so um, just so you are aware, um, but uh, this issue obviously has faced me ever since I was a baby, because I was born three months premature, I needed extra care, um, because of that, um, I often tell people that the reason I'm a Michigan fan is because I spend time at at the Mott Children's Hospital in Ann Arbor as a baby. And uh, so very grateful to them, as well as the other hospitals that I was in, uh, for what they did to save my life and to um, get me going on life. And I owe a great debt of gratitude to my parents who um, have taken care of me my whole life. And even, you know, I, I grew up with a bunch of friends Who are either one of two kids or the youngest kid. Because a lot of times people would get scared from having more children after they have a child with a disability. Which is at least somewhat understandable. But it's it's a very interesting challenge. So my parents were very supportive. They took care of me until probably 1994. My dad was my main caregiver and then he had back surgery. Um, and so my brothers, Matthew and Bartholomew specifically took over taking care of my daily needs, like getting me up in the morning, helping me shower and, and bathroom and things like that. And my brother, Bartholomew has been the one constant over the years, uh, of being my primary caregiver because my other brothers have gone off to do different things and haven't been as available, but every single brother and sister has done a lot to help me, and I couldn't do all the things that I do, whether it be come to this podcast or uh, assistant direct plays at Master Arts or whatever else it is I'm doing, Um, if it wasn't for my siblings and my parents. I'm so very grateful for them. Um, I had eight brothers, and uh, originally... Well, I had nine brothers, one passed away as an infant, but I had eight brothers that I grew up with, um, no, seven brothers that I grew up with, sorry, I'm, I'm the eighth brother, I'm the first brother, but, but I, with me, it makes a total of eight living brothers, so I had this in my head, at least kind of as a, as a possibility, that with seven brothers, eventually I could have one brother take care of me for each day of the week. And then that would share the load evenly. Of course, they've all, most of them moved on to different areas, which makes it difficult to impossible to take care of me. And I understand that. And it's okay. And God is providing. But that was kind of an original thought. And like I said, every one of them has helped me a tremendous amount. And I owe them a debt of gratitude that I could never repay. Um, I've had uncles that have helped me out uh, a tremendous amount. One uncle to this day um, comes in every day that I work and helps me in the middle of the day so that um, it doesn't all have to be on help that I can get at the school. I do get some help at the school, but, um, but my uncle's willing to come in every day and help me with that. And I'm grateful for that. And, uh, then I have friends that have been so good to me and uh seen past my disability to who I really am and I'm grateful for that as well um grateful for for Adam, who, in addition to helping me with this podcast, has been a great friend to me over the years off the air as well. I'm grateful to um so many friends. Um, a few years ago, I did a play at master arts and I was able to be in that play because two friends helped me, um, do the things I needed to do to be a part of that cast. And that was a great thing. And then, um, another story that I would share, and this is a story that I kind of shared on the blog that inspired this series or the blog series that inspired this podcast series was that one year I was working at. Uh, summer camp i actually worked five summers at the summer camp but one year i worked and i was three days away from going to the camp and my wheelchair broke down and so my first thought is what do i do how do i get this fixed so that i can go to camp Um, do i tell them no Or what do I do? So I decided to go ahead and go. And I went in my manual chair, and I had them push me around for a few days. And then they sent my wheelchair out to camp for me. They thought they had it fixed, um, and they didn't. And so I ended up spending the majority of that uh, three and a half weeks in my manual chair being pushed around the camp. And it felt so weird because I I felt like I was there to help them and they were spending all their time helping me. But I developed some very rich relationships which continue to this day which probably would not have developed the way that they did at least uh, if I hadn't gone through that trial. And I learned that in addition to being a gracious giver, you need to be willing to be a gracious receiver. And so that was a very key lesson for me to learn. Um, and, uh, so those are just some stories about what it is like to grow up with a disability and to need personal care and to, to need people's help. You know, um, there have been some awkward situations. Sometimes I've been at the mall and I've had to pray really hard and, you know, ask God to point out someone that could help me in a pinch and then be brave enough to ask them a complete stranger for assistance. that's not an easy thing to do. Um, and I had to ask someone new while I was at work today for assistance that again, is not an easy thing to do, but it's something I've had to learn to do in order to be successful. And so, um, I just wanted to take the opportunity to let you know about these things and to just be very real with you about uh, the issues related to personal care. I think I related in the employment episode that sometimes that's not met with the best results and but you have to keep on going. Um, the alternative is to not do much. you know um, I've always had that choice. Uh, through it, the many challenges that I faced is to give up and decide not to do much, decide just to sit around twiddling my thumbs or or not, not do anything. And and that's never been me. I've always been one who is active and one who wants to do as much as possible um, to be a productive person. And so every one of the people that has helped me through the years as part of that narrative that helps me uh, to accomplish those things. Um, So I'm just very grateful. And I'll tell you another aspect is that it often will frustrate me that I can't do more for others um, because of my disability and because of my ability, the fact that I can't drive, but I try to always be there as much as I can for the people in my life and to realize how valuable they are. And I think as someone who is disabled, that that being permanently disabled has allowed me the opportunity to realize what we all should realize, and that is that we all need others. We can't do it on our own. We need the help of others to accomplish the things that we accomplish. Um, if, you know, somebody else didn't start this radio station, uh, then you, Adam, wouldn't have a job. Mm -hmm. If, if I didn't have generous donors, I wouldn't have the van I have now. You know, we all need other people to help us, um, to help us make it. And I'm very grateful that, uh, this disability has given me that perspective. Um, this is going to be a fairly short podcast probably, but, uh, that's not always bad. So I hope that this has given you some things to think about. Adam, do you have any thoughts as you've sat and listened?
0: I it interesting how you mentioned about how, you know, we want to give, but also we have to learn how to receive help from others. Um, I mean, especially being in your position. I know that must be tough, but I think about, I think for everybody that can sometimes be a tough thing. Sometimes we can let a little bit of pride get in the way. Or we don't want to be a burden, if you will. But then it goes back to when God's like, you know, let's, let's carry each other's burdens, right? And that's a reminder for me as well, just thinking about, you know, being able to receive. Because I think before of times where someone's offered help and I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then half an hour later, I'm really stressed because I'm doing it by myself. And I'm like, well, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of what I alluded to in the episode about the episode, the two episodes we did about the 10 things not to say to someone in a wheelchair was a lot of times when it comes to getting help, sometimes I'll refuse the first time. And then after I struggle for a while I'll realize, hey, I could have done this a long time ago if mm-hmm. I had been willing to ask for help. So yeah, asking for help is a key thing. Um, you know, and and that's why I say even I mean, for me, it's been really neat to see how God has grown friendships that I've had with others because of my need for help, which, which seems kind of ironic because you don't always want to be the taker. Right. Uh, You want to be the giver. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but you also kind of have to redefine what giving is because I know that people have been appreciative of what I've been able to give as well. It's just taken, it's just taken a change in perspective for me to realize how important it was. And, you know, that's that's part of the reason for this podcast is to give people hope, to give them something to help to guide them on this journey we call life. Um, I, I kind of said, uh, after we passed our, um, our 200th show that I kind of wanted to adopt as a motto, um. That we, that Adam and I don't have it all together, but we know who does and we want to point you to him. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think I've brought it up quite enough, but that is really uh, the thrust of this podcast is to point you to Jesus Christ. And I know through Jesus Christ that even though I need all this help with personal care, even though I have these struggles with employment, even though I've had struggles with school, And even though as we'll get into what could very easily be um, the most emotional episode for me, the relationship aspect, um, you know, even with all those struggles, God's still faithful. He's still working out his will. He's still giving to us, even when it doesn't feel like it. And so... I'm very grateful uh, to be here to be able to tell you about these things, and I hope that this episode has been an encouragement to you. Again, if you have anything to add on this topic or any of the other topics uh, from this sh- this series, please send us a voicemail. We'd love to be able to hear it and to pray for you. And with your permission, we'd love to be able to share it on the show if we can. And as I said, we're going to be dealing... Um, specifically with a couple more topics. I think I think I gave you four to begin with, but I think we're going to talk about accessibility as in public accessibility um, on a future episode. And we will also be, like I said, delving into relationships and, and more particularly into my struggles um, to find, um, to find love. You know, we joke about it, but, it's not a, not really a joking manner. It's a very serious quest that I have. And so um, I'm going to share my heart on that issue as well. And um, we will also, hopefully in the coming months, um, release a movie review of the movie Me Before You, which kind of was the germ that started this whole series. And I think it's important for older teens to adults to watch this movie even though I don't entirely agree with the worldview, mm-hmm. uh, I I just think it asks important questions and sparks discussions that need to happen. Uh, you know, I think this, this podcast series needed to happen. Uh, I wasn't ready to share this stuff on the podcast the first year or the second year or even the third year. But here we are. So... With that, I will say I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and that you keep serving the best of masters. And remember, we we are praying for you. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gamson, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four,